0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations. Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. We're online at notjustaphase.net, and very active on Instagram at Not Just a Phase worldwide. Today, I'm very privileged to be speaking with a really cool band from Milwaukee called Social Caterpillar. This band's musical abilities impress me every time I listen to any of their songs. And they're playing some beautiful, strange version of psychedelic folk rock I, I don't know I have honestly no idea how to classify their sound because they are truly doing something special so if you haven't heard this band yet you're about to hear them right now and then you'll understand what I mean when I say that this music is its own
1: experience can we do it in unison
0: <laughs> yeah you can do both like hey this is Kyle so it'll be like
1: your... hey this is okay. Derek Kyle <laughs> 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 and you're from Social Caterpillar and you're listening to Time Warp number one
0: <laughs> I'm not just a phase
1: I'm not just a phase.
0: Yeah, that's you got to do the, you got to do the pod plug otherwise what's the point, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's got to be cheesy
2: like that. Cool. We can just do that now.
0: Yeah, you can just take a million stabs at it and I'll just edit it till we get the good one.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> hey, this, Hi, this is, is Kyle
2: from Social Caterpillar, Caterpillar
1: and you're, you're listening, listening to Time Warp Number 1. I'm on not just a phase. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, the Not Just a Phase title for the strangest intro definitely goes to you guys. (laughs) Thanks for that. That was was cool. So welcome to the show, guys. How are you feeling tonight?
1: Pretty good. Yeah, very well. Very well. It's always great to not be working.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, anytime you're not punched in is a good time, right?
2: Pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: so um for the listeners and for myself since we haven't actually met yet can you guys just state your name and what role it is you play in the band
2: Me, uh i'm kyle and i play guitar and sing
1: uh i'm derek or whisper crystal and i play drums
0: derek or whisper crystal
1: yeah i have two names so Mm -hmm. one of them you know, Whisper Crystal is just something that, that a lot of the punk kids call me in Milwaukee.
0: Oh, okay, like a street name kind of deal.
1: Yeah, less like street, more just like cosmic.
0: Cosmic, all right. You've lost me there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got no idea what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> all right, cool.
0: I'll stick with Kyle. Kyle and, and sorry, what was it again?
1: Derek. Derek Kyle. is fine.
0: Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to stick with Derek. <laughs> So uh, did you guys, uh, do you guys check us out before agreeing to come on the show by any chance? I know I've been talking with you for a little bit now.
1: Yeah, when you, when you first messaged me was when I first uh, became aware of what you were doing and was able to like look at it through Instagram and see all the cool stuff you were doing with like all these bands that are doing rad stuff. That like, Some of them were really new to me, so it was really cool to see what you were doing.
0: I appreciate that. And yourself, Kyle? Have you listened to the show at
2: all? I haven't listened to the show. I actually just followed you now and added it. Uh I, <laughs> nice. I get to listen to uh stuff at work a lot, so I'll probably just throw it on when I'm working.
0: Cool, cool. So is this uh, is this your guys' first podcast interview?
1: Second, uh David B2 to it. Um, um, so yeah, that's number two for us. <laughs>
0: It's funny because I just I just told him yesterday, I'm like, oh, I forgot to, to mention on getting social caterpillar on the show. I can't believe you haven't talked with him yet. And he's like, Yeah, no, I totally just did. Like,
1: oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what so a wonderful you, guy. He <laughs> he is a good dude. He is a good dude. Do you guys uh you listen to any podcasts at all?
2: I I, I listen to podcasts. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts, uh, like I said, at work a little bit. Cause uh I started I was listening to so much music that uh, it became a little bit overwhelming. So I I switched over to podcasts recently uh, just to kind of break it up. Um, But yeah, I've been listening to the Memory Palace is a good podcast. Um, It's kind of like historical stories. um, But kind of in a in a creative storytelling type of way and they're really short which I like they're like you know 10 minute stories of like lesser known historical events kind of thing is how I would kind of make a quick summary of that Um, and I've been listening to this other podcast called this is love where it's uh, it's again like uh, interviewing people just weird that one's like just personal stories kind of thing um that one that one's real good as well
0: interesting, and what about your yourself there Derek?
1: uh I listen to some super dorky philosophy podcasts <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um so self aware <laughs> that I'm very into. Um, that are just sort of like wide sweeping cases of like the history of philosophy and lots of like anarchist philosophy stuff to listen to when I'm like cooking and hanging out. I also have recently been listening to this history of country music podcast as well.
3: I
0: bet that's interesting. Cause that's got to go quite, quite a ways back. I mean, the earliest yeah, country is like, like 1920s, po- 1930s. You
1: know, I'm a huge fan of Towns Van Zandt, which is what got me into a lot of, like, country and folk music, and that's what got me introduced to this podcast.
0: Very cool, very cool. Speaking of musical genres, what would you guys classify Social Caterpillar as if you had to? Because I said, like, psychedelic folk rock. I don't know if that's even, like, close-ish. That
1: seems close-ish. It's hard to box you
0: guys in, you know, because you're doing something really cool.
1: Struggled. Well, I think other people have struggled with figuring out how to classify us more than us because we just, you know, play music. But because I sort of invented a genre (laughs) that we call psychedelic chamber music for the disobedient and melancholic youth. And that's how we've decided to describe it at the moment. It's a
0: very long uh, genre
1: name. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> I, I'm not known for brevity with my with my words.
0: <laughs> so, where where are you guys? Uh, where are you guys out of? Where are you guys from?
2: Uh, we live in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Are you asking like where we're all from originally?
0: No, like where the band is, is based. Oh yeah,
1: from Milwaukee. Milwaukee yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I don't know much about Milwaukee outside of Snag. So what's, uh, what's the scene like in your area?
1: So Snag are BFFs. Um, I, them, I, yes. I am not sure how many shows we've played with a Snag, lot. but more than any other band, we've played with Snag. And our recent record release show we played uh, a week, a little over a week ago,
4: Yeah,
1: uh, was with Snag as well. Uh, Milwaukee's got a Super cool DIY scene and has ever since I've moved here. And it's one of the reasons that made me move back here.
2: Yeah. It's a great place for music.
1: Do you guys There's like old of, Milwaukee like, beer? What's up? Do you
0: like Old Milwaukee beer?
1: Uh I am a fan of all beer. So <laughs> whether whether it's like cheap, like Milwaukee beer, I'll drink old Milwaukee. Absolutely. I'm
2: not I'm not picky.
1: Um, and then you know I'll drink the microbrew stuff too, but we're currently drinking Hams, not from Milwaukee, but okay. Shout out Hams.
0: I've never had Hams, uh, but I've had Old Milwaukee. My buddy used to love it. and It's dirt cheap and it's not great, but I'll drink it.
3: Yeah,
1: I was, I was I don't just think curious they if have you have Hams in Canada. I lived in Ontario for several years.
0: Oh no way! Whereabouts?
1: Uh, London.
0: Oh, I'm just in Grimsby, so I'm just uh, not too far from London.
1: Yeah, I did a I did a doctorate in London at the University of Western Ontario. So I was in school there for four years.
0: Very cool. So uh, back to your guys' area, though. You guys are out in Milwaukee. You got any favorite locals around there outside of Snag, obviously?
1: Snag is definitely up there. We always give a shout out to Snag. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. friends are in this band called Large Print that we really like. And we have a show coming up with in July. I believe, and they just released a new EP on the same day that we released our album. And they have another EP coming out this summer. We love Large Print. Yeah. Uh, Our friend Ellie Jackson, who we just played with the other day uh, for our record release show, too, uh, her music is entrancing and absolutely required to listen to. And she does all sorts of cool things. So look up Ellie Jackson.
0: Cool. Is there any band um, you guys are listening to right now that you think deserves more attention that isn't, uh, isn't getting it right now?
2: That's a hard one. I mean good. the bands that we just said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
1: know, I know you like Milwaukee original. and you know, you know, Snag gets a little like a little bit of due attention for sure, but all those bands could deserve to have more people checking out their music and seeing what wonderful things yeah. those people are creating. There's sure.
2: another Milwaukee band called Gauss. They're mm-hmm. also very good and deserve to be listened to, I feel like, and have a little bit more.
1: And our Oops. friend John Larkin, who plays trumpet on all of our albums.
2: Anything John does, yeah.
1: <laughs> anything John does. He currently has a new project. He was in a band called Cairns for a while. That was his project. But he has a new project that he's working on with our bass player, Laser. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but.
2: I think it's Lightninging. Say that again. Lightninging? That's what the band's called. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a hard <laughs> word
1: to say. I was <laughs> like, all right.
2: They haven't uh played shows or put anything out though. They're still writing.
0: Nice. Is there any other uh, side projects in the band? Like with you guys? Do you guys got any other musical projects, endeavors you're doing?
1: Um our, our violinist Eric does solo music under his name Eric Ash. So check out Eric Ash. Uh you can find his music on Bandcamp for sure. I'm not sure if it's on other streaming platforms. But just Eric Ash and the Bandcamp will put you in the direction of our violinist solo music. Laser is always doing lots of projects. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing at the moment, but Laser is playing with John Larkin that we just mentioned and also has a few solo projects and plays with Peter Woods occasionally yeah, too. Some
2: noise stuff.
1: And really nice and i just do this right now
2: yeah
0: okay so just social caterpillar for you guys
2: sometimes we dabble in a cruise ship band
1: yeah we do kyle and i do have a cruise ship band um, Wait.
0: <laughs> what's it like is that like yacht rock what's a cruise uh, ship uh, <laughs> we're making like, our own genres again like
1: or? yacht rock but like future yacht rock <laughs> like she thought like if yacht rock existed in 2090 so, so it's- the whole concept of our band is that our cruise takes you to 2,090. Okay. But it only takes 40 years to get there, which is a long time, but yeah. quicker <laughs> than you would spend if you didn't take our cruise. If you don't buy our cruise okay. line, everyone else is going to wait. Like, we're the first ones to get to 2,090. And we're the only band on the cruise ship for 40 years. Yeah,
2: you can wow. only listen
0: to us. Wow, but you get Yeah, okay,
1: we play it every night. Uh, for four hours straight and the name of our band is they pay us in fish they pay us in shrimp but they don't pay attention (laughs) (laughs) and we we have a full-length album recorded we're not sure if the world's ever gonna see it but (laughs) but there's an album made
2: just imagine uh pre like the keyboard drum beats with us who don't really know how to play the keyboards (laughs) playing over the top of of presets Mm -hmm. yeah something like that
0: and how many hands do you guys put down before you start writing this type of music
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) you know it used to happen after social caterpillar practice we'd be like all right right we did that now let's do this the money maker (laughs) yeah right okay
0: the big showstopper so how do you travel 70 years and only 40. that's it's a
1: 40 know. year paid gig yeah like, who has ever had that but you're time
0: traveling 70 years into the future in the, sh- the time span of 40 years which is very impressive you're shaving 30 years off yeah you're crazy yeah. Yeah. is that due to the the musical progressions that you're playing or
2: it could be rumor has it, it could be
0: yeah. yeah you're not giving your secrets out are yeah you?
2: yeah
1: <laughs> Social Caterpillar funds the ship that funds our real band. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Social Caterpillar is just bringing in the money right
1: now, eh? Yes. Mm. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: We have, we got a couple yachts for it.
1: Nice. And okay.
2: then we turn that into our business model.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Well, we love the yachts together to make our time travel ship. But <laughs> that's all we can tell you about this ship. <laughs>
0: Well, let's get off the ship and get back on that gravy train. Yep, Where's yep. the money coming from, guys? This album just came out. Where can we purchase physical copies so we can keep funding this yacht?
1: That was a good transition. <laughs> Thank you. Um, At yeah. www.socialcaterpillar.bandcamp.com.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, also, cassettes from Softseed Music. Um, yes. And shout out to Softseed and uh, David for all the kind things he did. With like helping us release this but all the cassettes are available from soft seed and david also has copies of the lp through the zagima beach distro i believe for
0: oh he he grabbed vinyl as well
1: uh i believe for the distro yes
0: okay because i was gonna say another label put out uh, a couple vinyls i don't know if they're still kicking around or not i know it was a limited number yeah i don't Hmm. know Yeah, I don't know. You don't. You don't know which label put out you guys' vinyl?
1: Oh no, we. We I'm sorry, we put out our vinyl. Oh, I I misunderstood the question. Okay,
0: okay. That's what I was asking: is where the vinyls came from? Because I saw the post, and I don't recall seeing a tag for a label either. So, yeah. So yeah,
1: we had a really bad idea for a label name, but we (laughs) self-released. Um, it's okay for a podcast. Yeah. So yeah. we, we self-released the vinyl uh, as a band and we were trying to come up with like a record label name right. for us, right? You know, and like Kyle and I were walking home one night after practice just like joking about other like major record label names. And we came up with this idea that we should we should come up with a record label called Werner Brothers spelt with an E instead of an A and then we could have it we could have it be listed as WB and you know we wouldn't steal their logo it'd be fine and be like no it's not Warner Brothers it's Werner Brothers. Brothers okay so if you look closely at the LP it's actually engraved WB on <laughs> Because we thought it was funny, and then at the end, we decided not to put that name on anywhere. Just so
2: we can't get sued. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Probably a
0: smart idea.
1: Yeah. But the engraving on the actual, like in the gray space of the LP, does say WB001. Okay. Warner
2: Brothers. (laughs) Warner.
0: Warner, okay, perfect. We
2: don't make much money, but we definitely don't want Warner Brothers to get the little bit of money that we do make. (laughs) 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 They'd be
0: seizing that future yacht real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There'd be Looney Tunes on there. Yeah,
1: and they would unweld it right away. You know that. Yeah. They wouldn't even know what they acquired.
2: They'd probably the just throw thing. it in the ocean. Yeah. They'd probably blow it up. It's the easiest way to
3: do it.
0: I think they auctioned those things off, to be honest. I don't know why they would start unwelding and, and putting bombs on it. But all right, guys, you're very imaginative people. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so let's get into this masterpiece of an album. I've been sharing your new album, When You Woke Up to Dances of Light, to everyone who will listen. And my friend told me the intro quote of the album is from a show called The Midnight Gospel, which yeah. I had planned to check out, but I still haven't gotten around
1: to that yet. Kyle chose that. Yeah,
2: yeah I, okay. I really like that show. Yeah, yeah. this
0: Midnight Gospel show.
2: Um, yeah, a friend of mine, uh, Alex Scott, told me about it. And it's uh, just this trippy animated show um that also the audio comes from a podcast i I believe at at least and then uh Mm -hmm. yeah the the episode that that's from is uh the last episode i i don't know if they're doing another season or not but the last episode of the first season and uh yeah it's a it's an interesting show i i would check it out you should give it a shot
0: yeah, I'd plan to. My buddy said it was it was really trippy, and I, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense considering your guys' music." <laughs> it just
1: kind of yeah. made sense. Yeah, it to deals me. with some like serious, serious like sentiments and concepts too. So the show is like a very, it's like a slightly whimsical take on very serious things.
2: Yeah, and the visuals aren't always necessarily. They're, they're not correlating 100% with what the characters are talking about. Um, like, I think there's definitely some, there is correlation, but it's not direct uh, all the time or usually ever, I feel like.
0: Okay, so outside of writing music for Social Caterpillar, what do you guys do? Like, what's your hobbies and passions and interests? What keeps you ticking when you're not being creative and writing for Social Caterpillar? Do
2: you want to go first? sure. Or-
1: um, I study philosophy. Uh, I read a shit ton and I write and I hang out with my dogs and my friends.
0: <laughs> Great answer.
1: But yeah, I'm infinitely fascinated by a lot of types of philosophy and spend a lot of my life working on. It. I'm currently working on a book on anarchism that hopefully will That's come out in 2 cool. to 3 years.
0: That's cool. Have you uh, have you announced that before?
1: No. No, nice. this is the first time.
2: Exclusive.
1: Uh-huh. Exclusive <laughs> announcement.
3: Yes.
0: You got to hear 1st on not just a face.
1: <laughs> uh-huh, in the beginning stages of writing book.
0: 2-3 <laughs> years from now we
2: will look back on this and be like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs>
0: mhm. What about Ouch. yourself there, Kyle?
2: Uh, I'll I'll like mess around with other art forms like painting. Uh, my partner and I will just kind of have art nights where we just kind of either paint or draw, that kind of stuff. Um, I've been learning how to woodwork. I work at a wood shop now, so I've been doing that for a couple of years, a few years now. Um, otherwise, outside of playing music, I'll play sports, but I broke my foot and my ankle in October playing basketball. So that
1: uh, that that's not his younger brother broke his ankle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Damn! would he dangle you that hard? How do you? Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. He ran him, he ran him real hard, Kyle. <laughs> he just
0: set up sport. a pick and like.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: it w- it wasn't good.
1: If um... you saw that the music video we did for "Anti Prayer" off the new album, Kyle has a broken. So he has like a up. big fucking one of those big boots on but so he like they just kind of cut it from the waist up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the magic of Hollywood. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So who uh, who did the artwork for this album? Did you guys do that? I'm presuming.
1: Uh, so the cover artwork was done by William Schaff, who is someone we don't know personally but He did artwork for Godspeed you, Black Emperor and Songs, Ohio. And Kyle and I really liked his artwork and sought him out for this, uh, for the cover artwork. And then the, the back of the LP and then the insert and then the tape was designed by a person named Brooke Ogerman, who's a good friend of all of ours here in Milwaukee.
0: So the front cover artwork there kind of uh, bleeds into this question I've been wanting to ask you guys. The front cover artwork, like to me, gave me like Screamo aesthetic vibes. And even the band name, Social Caterpillar, to me when I first read the name, I thought I just assumed you were a Screamo band. And then I see that you play with snagging and, and things a lot. Does that technically make you Screamo adjacent even though you're not? <laughs> How does that work?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I guess we, it is adjacent.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're definitely Screamo adjacent. We...
0: Like, it fits with every, you know...
1: We come from screamo scenes and still play in screamo and hardcore punk rock scenes. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of our... I think our former bands kind of, like, helped us be involved in these scenes that we are in now. And then... Yeah, we're not exactly sure where Social Caterpillar fits in. We... You know, sometimes I just call it a punk rock band. It feels like that to me ethically. And that's always what screamo and hardcore was to me too. It was just, you know, one variation of punk rock out of all the variations of punk rock there are out there. Um, and But it's, we love playing in screamo scenes. And with screamo bands, we also play with other bands and other types of music too, which I think is cool that Social caterpillars opened us up at least in my personal experience playing past shows, social has like allowed me to play a lot more shows with uh, different genres of music. The yeah. artwork, though, like, yeah. so he we didn't like, ask him to do anything. William Schaff creates that solely off of listening to your music. So that was all, all William.
0: Cool. Cool.
1: Um, so shout out, William Schaff. Uh, for doing such an amazing job with yeah, the cover, yeah,
2: it's so it's so cool. We, when we saw it for the yeah, first time; it was super. Yeah, awesome. we
1: love it, and what a, it was just really cool for us to be able to work with work with him.
0: Yeah, it definitely represents your your sound visually. I, but like again, I still got a screamo aesthetic from the the work. But yeah. that makes sense for you guys too, even though you don't sound anything like Screamo. It just, for some yeah, reason, it was sure. like, in my head, these connections are happening. And I'm like, I got to ask them about it.
2: Yeah, no, it, it was, uh, the, the best thing for me was when we finally got the artwork sent over to us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's funny to like, see what somebody else interprets your sound as in a visual interpretation. And it just made sense. Uh, I don't know how it, how that happens, but it made sense. and. It looks, it looks how it sounds.
0: Yeah, completely agree. Very, very cool work. Very cool artwork. So you guys have um, shows coming up in the future that uh, you want to plug or talk about?
1: We have a bunch of shows. Um, we have two shows coming up with this band from Kalamazoo, Michigan called Suck City. Shout out Suck City. Uh, they're friends of ours. They've been, you know, all those people have been in various bands that we've liked from... Screamo and a hardcore, excuse me, scenes. We're playing in Chicago and Milwaukee with them on June 11th and June 12th.
2: I forget the days exactly. Yeah, we
1: might be mixing up some of these dates.
2: Maybe the 9th and 10th. It's, it's, some, all good. Yeah. it's something.
1: We're playing two <laughs> dates with Suck City. Yeah. Definitely check out <laughs> Suck City. Um, then we're playing two dates with our friends from North Carolina that are in like a sort of goth punk band called Secret Shame. Uh, shout out Secret Shame, they're an amazing band too. Um, we have a show in July with our friends, Large Print, who we mentioned earlier, and that's for their EP release.
2: And then uh, Jeremy Wan, Juan- july 21st our friend jeremy Wan is a uh, artist from detroit um and they're coming out to milwaukee to play with us
0: so what band uh what band haven't you guys played with yet that you'd really love to share the stage with is there a big pipe dream band you want to play with or
2: do they have to still be around
0: could be realistic could be unrealistic
2: okay I- one of each would be great though
1: unrealistic i have a great idea so now that there's hologram technology you know when (laughs) they like (laughs) well yeah sorry
0: to cut you off keep going i
1: mean it started with like old dirty bastard that shit was like super cool but we're thinking if we could get jason molina from songs ohio (laughs) from like with hologram technology we would love to play with songs ohio
0: okay all right, cool answers.
1: Um, and then he can get a real answer. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> okay, I'm going to give a real, well, I'm going to give a real and a slightly less real. Well, they're probably both very unrealistic. The Mars Volta.
1: Oh, yeah, we would love that.
2: They'd have to get back together.
1: Uh huh. Right. right.
2: Um, and then unrealistic again, uh, Elliot Smith.
0: Right. That would be Also fantastic. hologram technology.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for so, Smith. yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah.
2: Like one's completely impossible, and then one is uh mm-hmm. probably probably not possible.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna open up for the holograms of Songs of Ohio and Elliot Smith.
2: For a current band, I would say uh Lost Dog Street band.
1: Uh
2: Benjamin Todd's
1: band Oh Benjamin Todd uh, Lost Street
2: Lost Street Dog Man. Band. That band's sick
0: I'll have to Check him out Getting back to um, Elliot Smith as a hologram It actually kind of makes sense to me Because Elliot Smith kind of has like a haunting Ghostly like voice The way oh, he sings yeah,
2: that... mm-hmm. yeah.
0: You guys believe in ghosts? Uh, or spirits?
2: So I don't to speak? know I'm not sure undecided I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna vote undecided on that
1: my intuitions tell me no not to believe in ghosts however I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility because who am I to know
0: so you're open to the idea of their existence oh yeah I'm,
1: absolutely, op- I'm, open, absolutely. To the, I'm
2: open to the idea I haven't personally experienced any
1: uh any the p- ghosts the problem with it all is the only people that talk to us about ghosts they're all living so i'm like my only sources for this are alive people (laughs) i need to talk to someone who's dead for this to get like more you know of like a legitimate source
0: right so it's like the santa credibility you need to see him to believe him kind of thing
1: well
2: well santa's real no i forgot i got listeners
0: we're not
1: trying to discredit santa here we're not
0: i'll edit that out i'm sorry that was terrible I'm so sorry. Too,
1: too far. <laughs> Santa brings joy. Um, and sometimes goes too. <laughs> too. Santa doesn't always yeah. bring joy. <laughs> you,
0: guys, uh, you guys got like a favorite show or tour memory as a band so far with Social Caterpillar?
3: Mm.
1: Well, I definitely have a favorite tour memory. It's kind of a conspiracy theory and we have a video to prove it.
0: I'm into it. You got me hooked. Let's hear
1: it. We, were, we played this show in Kalamazoo uh, three, maybe four years ago.
2: Who can tell at this point?
1: Yeah, it was early on when we were playing. Um, I think we might have only just had like our first recording and the snag split out at the time. And after the show we were hanging out with some people and then this guy came upstairs and he was like, Hugh Hefner died and we were just like, well, fuck that idiot, like whatever. (laughs) like, that doesn't matter, like, you know, like, and then three months later, he actually died. (laughs) (laughs) which is where it gets weird because and i never even thought about it until like when i found out he actually died and then i remembered that we had this video of this other guy coming upstairs to us and telling us that hugh hefner died and all of us just being like well fuck him like i don't care that hugh hefner died but
2: yeah, I didn't, I didn't so know that. So there was
1: a time traveler in Kalamazoo, Michigan. We're not exactly sure how or someone who had advanced knowledge, foresight of a saint um, interesting. to tell us when he, he was dying three months in advance. That's probably the most interesting story we have.
0: Maybe he got in the time warp on your, your yacht. That's he what I was just you.
2: thinking. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he only was on the yacht for like,
1: a few weeks a when few, he was supposed to be yeah. on there for 40 years <laughs> yeah. he how many <laughs> yeah. how
0: many weeks is a few weeks in, in when you're time traveling at the speed of 30 years ahead
1: yeah it's, yeah right? it might have, have just been hour. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm not good with we're not the mathematicians in the band but tell no, me
0: either definitely not a math guy
2: um yeah yeah that that i don't know math
0: <laughs> do, do you have a favorite <laughs> show or tour memory? Kyle? Yeah, we
1: don't know math, but um, we do know we had advanced knowledge of Hugh Hefner died. Always good to know.
2: I'm trying to think of my favorite um, show memory from this band. Um,
0: could be any band, really.
2: For this band, I would say. Climbing the mountains and and it it wasn't uh, related to playing the the show, any shows, but we went to Denver and uh, climbed up some mountains and uh, we did some uh, watching Eli climb stuff that Eli probably shouldn't have been climbing (laughs)
3: Uh,
2: (laughs) was pretty sweet.
1: Side note, I was in a hospital the whole time and we had to cancel this whole tour.
2: Yeah, the tour (laughs) itself was like a a wreck. Uh, We didn't play any shows. Yeah, we played zero (laughs) shows. I
1: was in a hospital in multiple states and then we came home.
2: Yeah, (laughs) we got stuck in Colorado for a week, climbed
1: mountains. Yeah, that's a crazy story too. Yeah. Yeah, our most ill fated. It wasn't tour.
2: good when Derek was in the hospital, but the climbing the mountain part was sweet. <laughs> that tour was
0: awesome. The side of Derek not being there is a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, Derek climbed Derek was with us the first time, and I was I was having trouble with altitude, and I was like, How is Derek
1: after getting out of a hospital getting out
2: of the hospital? Derek's just fine walking up this mountain, and I'm like taking deep breaths and having trouble. Uh the next day when we went back. Uh, Derek didn't join us that time because then Derek was, back. <laughs> Derek was back, <laughs> back in the hospital and then, I don't mean to laugh but so then uh yeah then that's when I kind of had the altitude uh I adjusted and we got further up um and it was just beautiful
1: side note I grew up in Colorado so I think it's why my body is like just used to okay.
0: nothing like a quick mountain climb in up between mountains. hospital visits right yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no big deal. Quick mountain climb in between hospitals, you know.
2: We should have done a tour T-shirt where it just said all the hospitals on the back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Actually, I'm going to make a small good. run of that now. That's an amazing idea. Because we uh, hit up Omaha's
2: hospital, uh, Colorado Springs, Springs and two Denver, two in Denver. Two in Denver. Yeah. Um, yeah. We could probably add you probably, Milwaukee and multiple yeah. clinics
1: here. Yeah.
0: Did you take the, uh, the the clothes from every hospital that they give you? <laughs> the smocks no. or whatever you call it? I no,
1: know. I should have though. That, that's what we'll start screen printing on will be my uh, hospital garb. We,
2: we live in America. Those, those He would have got sued for like $5,000 yeah, for th- yeah. That stuff.
1: hospital garb is like... What? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> well, I don't know, but, but I'm not going to put it past him. Yeah, I <laughs> avoid my medical bills at all costs
0: nice so did you pay those or are you on the run do i have to edit this out no
1: i'm not on the run i'm just more on the not talk to them (laughs) not on
3: the run just off the ground
0: Let's get the let's get slightly back to the music here. If you guys, um, oh fuck, I already did that one. I'm gonna have to cut myself out of there. All right, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> fucking so professional here. All right. Well, I normally throw this question out by saying, assuming none of you are pacifists, but I kind of assume that you guys are. Um, regardless, the question I usually ask is, if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you could with no repercussions, who would you punch and why?
1: So I. Right off the bat, I have two ideas. But they're, you know, they're going to be, so one of them's like a wide sweeping punch and the other one's like a more direct punch. I'm sure the first thing, and the thing that definitely needs to be said right away is I would punch the entire history of world government in the face so hard. (laughs) There would be, I would... You know, I'm not the strongest person, but I would use all the might that all those governments have used to build all those weapons to punch them just back in the face, just for a second. The second one, it's too cold here, and I would punch Jack Frost in the face (laughs) (laughs) right away, (laughs) you know? And I know global warming is definitely a problem, uh, but I'm over the cold in Milwaukee, so I would punch Jack Frost. (laughs) the
0: face. as a Canadian I back that I fucking hate the cold. as I'm getting older it just gets worse every year.
1: I know that's how I feel like every year I'm like we used to practice in this freezing warehouse where we had one space heater sometimes two space heaters could barely feel our fingers and our first recordings were made in this warehouse with us having to turn on the heaters in between takes and like warm up our hands and quickly go record something. Fuck right. that shit. Fuck Jack Frost. Yeah. Everyone should punch Jack Frost.
0: All right. I'm just shocked you're not a pacifist, so I like these answers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not a, not a pacifist, but nonviolence in itself has a very important role in protest movements too, right? So Fair enough. that Fair shouldn't enough. be discredited whatsoever.
0: See that's the hippie answer I was expecting.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <so. laughs> what about yourself, Kyle? Are you throwing out some punches or
2: um I mean I would. I don't know if I could uh I don't know if I could narrow down one punch.
0: Am most I- most wanted list. Who's who's taken that who's taken that spot? Who do you want to hit the most?
2: Well, the easy answer is Trump because that guy deserves to get punched in the face.
0: It's too easy uh, though. I always take that one off the table because it's, yeah, it's, it's too easy. It's
2: too easy. It's too easy. Yeah. He deserved, He he's like but he does he just anybody that's like that just who's never who can just like shit on everybody and there's never any consequences. Um so yeah, I would say like any
1: I don't know. Once again, we're just trying to punch <laughs> The face of world government. That's
2: probably where I'm at with that. All right, politicians. I probably government. agree. Just, just mm-hmm. yeah. Anybody, anybody that's uh, that's taking advantage of everybody else. I
0: hear you. All right. Well, um, getting off of punches. Do you guys have any musical opinions that uh, could be considered a hot take?
2: Hot take. Um, well. I don't know if this is a hot take anymore, but I know that a lot of us in the band think the Beatles are very overrated.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That's fucked up. I love yeah. the Beatles. Okay, that's a hot take for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. no, they're <laughs> I'm not. I'm sure you get
0: a lot of shit for that. I,
2: I think the Beatles... Well, I, don't, I don't mind them.
1: We're going to get a lot of shit after this podcast. I don't, <laughs> know that we think I, don't
2: I don't, mind the Beatles. I just don't think they're the best band that ever existed. Like, No, uh, I agree, yeah.
1: I do mind them, and I... I think most of it is just <laughs> really <laughs> redundant
3: garbage. Can we go back you- to the punch thing? I want to punch John Lennon in the face.
1: No, not John <laughs> Lennon. Paul McCartney. It's clearly Paul McCartney. No, and John we're not Lennon. even
0: sure
2: if it's the real Paul McCartney. I'm joking. I would not punch John Lennon in the face.
0: He's joking. actually yeah, a real piece uh,
1: of shit, I heard. So actually... I, I think. Yeah. yeah, that is also true. So definitely... Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, we should punch John Lennon, actually. Okay, well... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> John Lennon gets punched. Paul McCartney gets punched. Uh, Ringo gets a high five. Yeah, Ringo's <laughs> like probably the one that gets a high five. Right.
0: That makes sense. He seems yeah. chill.
1: George Harrison's hiding from the punch, but they'll get punched eventually. So.
2: <laughs> I think I, I think I would hang out with George Harrison. He seems like he seems like.
1: As a hologram. As right? a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, say, you
0: can't shit on the Beatles and then say you'd hang out with George. It's not.
2: I mean, I'm sure he probably didn't think they were the best band also. <laughs> right? George, out of anybody... I'm going to follow Kyle. There's
1: of, no way in hell George Hellman cares. No, John, John, the Lennon,
2: John Lennon and Paul McCartney, oh, I yeah. think, would think they were the best totally, band ever. Totally. John Lennon thought he was like, Jesus, yeah. Paul McCartney said Kendrick Lamar is like the fifth Beatle.
1: And um, Ringo's there for the royalties. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, but
2: I, think, I think George and Ringo would... Agree that they aren't the best band ever.
3: Yeah.
0: Sometimes Uh, I I wonder how this show gets off the rails. I
3: don't want to put words
0: in a dead person's mouth. (laughs) I don't want to put words in a dead person's mouth. (laughs) Just want to punch them out and then hang out with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna punch their their hologram and then put words in. (laughs) Just for the Beatles,
2: though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's probably my hot take.
0: It's a good one. It's a good one. Do you have one, uh, Derek?
1: yeah i'm with that one. just backing <laughs> that one up right? yeah well
0: what do you guys what do you guys listen to that like could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or others because i imagine you don't have any shame in what you listen to
1: absolutely not um, no i yeah. love so many types of music and a lot of fucking music yeah i would what say would you... Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. yeah well you didn't see that uh, one coming no uh... <laughs>
2: um i don't
1: uh, yeah i don't know if i would call anything a guilty i pleasure. mean
2: i i, I de- there's definitely some like nostalgia bands that i will listen to that maybe i wouldn't i wouldn't like now or that people other people maybe would think is uh what was the wording again
0: <laughs> could be considered a guilty pleasure like oh, something, pleasure, yeah. something you might get made fun of for enjoying or that you listen to out of like you know it's not the best, but you enjoy it for whatever reason.
2: Yeah. Um I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that I listen to. I c I don't know
1: if you were to ask like anyone in our band, the members of our band listen to so many different types of music between True. all four of us that
0: You know what? I'll reword it then. What's the weirdest shit you guys listen to? What do you consider to be the weirdest music you listen to? Weirdest? yeah strangest
1: now we're we're getting into like more yeah trying to think of the weirdest album i've heard
0: because i bet you guys listen to some weird shit
1: (laughs) yeah fuck Uh um do you know who john zorn is no he's like a a saxophonist that has released well over a hundred albums Cool. Um, And his music goes from very straightforward jazz to like grindcore with a saxophone. Very cool. So the last John Zorn album that I think I heard was this project he did called Naked City. So check out Naked City. That album is weird as all shit.
3: Kyle's still spacing.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm spacing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the weirdest thing, but um, Alice Coltrane is awesome. And I think it's probably uh, stuff that maybe maybe a lot of people don't listen to. Uh, do you know Alice Coltrane?
0: I do not. I know the name, but I don't know the music.
2: Alice uh,
1: Coltrane is awesome.
2: Yeah. Super dope. Um, there was a band that Eli showed, showed me. I think they're called Black Dice.
1: That's um, been around for a long time.
2: I think that's is that does that ring a bell for something Eli might?
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: totally.
2: So that's one for Eli, and I've also listened to it. But uh, Eli showed me that um, Eli listens to some some definitely crazy shit. Um, Eric would be the person that would know all the or orce- a lot of the orchestral stuff that probably comes through in Social Caterpillar. As well as Eli. Eli's into a lot of that stuff, too, and Derek.
3: What
0: was your guys' album of the year for 2021? If you had to pick one album that you think you played the most, what would that be?
2: It, it has to be from 2021
1: or what I listened to the most?
0: Yeah, the album of the year for you from last year.
1: Oh, This is going to take me a second to think about. I was going to fuck time to be there. Give me one second.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Don't
1: look up. I also am going to have to do a quick search. Maybe I'll just put
0: some Jeopardy music in here.
1: Uh, all of us listen to a shit ton of music. So we're in between like our breaks when we're practicing, we're always showing each other like bands that we're listening to and like new albums or whatever.
3: For sure. That's how it should be.
2: I might go with that Lost Dog Street band album that didn't that come out or it was that 2022
1: no that's 2020, 2021 the 2021
2: that's probably the album out of uh it's an album called glory uh from lost dog street band that's probably that was probably one of my tops which off, is, just off the top of my head that's probably
1: kind of like a sort of like contemporary underground country album. That's just sort of like double bass, violin and guitar and vocals, and just really well-written songs. Uh, Primarily written by this guy named Benjamin Todd, and I know we're all fans of Benjamin Todd. I'm trying to think of what mine would be. Oh, I know, actually. I think it would be the collaboration between Big Brave and The Body, if you know either of those bands.
0: I do not, but I will be checking them all out.
1: Big Brave is a Canadian band from Montreal. Um, Big Brave is amazing. The Body is a band uh, from the US. I'm not sure exactly where and they've been releasing all sorts of insane sounding music for a long time and they do really cool collaborations and the collaboration with with Big Brave was like it sounds like nothing that it's like a much quieter album than both those bands would make and it's a really like beautiful piece of music.
0: Okay welcome back to the future with Social Caterpillar. We're talking about time traveling and all sorts of weird shit. Uh, <laughs> about to wrap it up here, though, I want to ask you guys if you could give the
3: world a gift, what would it be and why?
1: I touched on this a little bit earlier, but my gift to the world would be the immediate end of world government. It's a
0: good answer. It's a good answer.
2: Um, well, if Derek's going to do that, I'll just um, give everyone a cookie after <laughs> after the end of world government. We'll all have a cookie. Based
1: off their own dietary preferences. Yeah,
2: they can be vegan cookies. Yeah, they, they can, can be
1: gluten-free. Be, like, we're going to make it work for everyone. Okay.
2: Or like a meal or some kind of food to celebrate. We can all celebrate mm-hmm. after uh, Derek's... Yeah, once gift. we
1: liberate the food and we can feed all the humans that exist on this world and figure out in a way to exist a little more ethically amongst each other, we're all going to eat a cookie together, hopefully.
0: Okay, so after we abolish the governments and we were liberated from politicians and and rulings of the upper class, we're all going to sit down and have a cookie and then hopefully everything just goes smoothly after that.
1: Well, you know, no one can (laughs) predict the future, but
2: Except
1: for that one guy at that show in Kalamazoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah except for that one guy in Kalamazoo. <laughs> Where uh, is
0: he when we need him now?
1: <laughs> yeah. But we can read the history of the monstrosities of world governments, and especially in North America and the, across the rest of the world. So that part, well, we can't read the future. We can read that. Could you imagine how
2: much time it would take to make enough cookies for mm-hmm. everybody in the world?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It would take That's a And here Elon <laughs> Musk is trying to figure out how to get to space and like we just want to give everyone a cookie.
0: I figure at in terms very of least. I figure in terms of bakers it would take at least a dozen
1: well baker's doesn't right so like yeah you know so this is like 13 million oh,
0: so, so ashamed of myself for that one all right what's um what's the next big goal or accomplishment you guys want to reach as a band like is there a is there a venue you want to play or a festival you've always dreamed of playing
2: um we definitely want to be signed to warner brothers not warner brothers <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I'm uh,
0: hoping they're fans of the show. Maybe they're listening. Yeah, so.
2: yeah. Warner Brothers. Check us out.
1: Yeah. And we <laughs> we uh well, I mean, our eventual goal is to die at the Super Bowl. Yes. At
3: the
0: Super Bowl, how American?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, well no, it's very not once you realize how we die, but Okay. So there's that point in the Super Bowl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <You can laughs> have to elaborate.
1: Unfurl the giant American flag across the stage or no, across the field rather.
0: They do this? Yeah, oh,
1: they do. Yeah, yeah it's a giant flag. They make this big deal over this like crazy symbol that has meant nothing but awful things for most people. True. And All right. so they're going to unfurl this flag across the stage and we're going to be expected to play, but we're going to pee on the flag instead and we're going to die by mob. That's,
3: for That's sure the end know. of
1: Social Caterpillar. So we could also read the future. <laughs> <laughs> so first we have to play Jimmy Fallon. Find us, Jimmy Fallon.
2: Yeah, does uh, Jimmy Fallon do? You, is Jimmy yeah,
1: Fallon? Yeah, because we know that's our entryway into the Super Bowl. So
2: yeah, first we just want to play Jimmy Fallon.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I also want to say at the Super Bowl that we're playing. The first two thousand people get handed a pitchfork. Okay, and they're not told what it's for until they see us peeing on the flag, and then they know. Uh, so and that's how we're gonna go
0: you're providing the the weapons to to end your your fate yeah well you know wow wow
1: so, we have big goals in this band
0: <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you said
2: that because my this is our, question this was, is our way to the super bowl it starts yeah. now
1: but before we get there we are recording a new album in august <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you actually
1: are you actually uh, what's up
0: you are, for real?
1: Yeah, real- realistically, we have studio time booked in August and we're going to make our next LP. Have and you announced a that song you? for a split recording to during this recording session.
0: Have you announced that?
1: Uh, no, this is exclusive. We might Thank have you? on
2: Dave, we might have on David. Yeah,
1: maybe oh, on David's actually, Damn it might be David. not exclusive. It's exclusively you,
2: on both of yours. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, this is exclusive it. to Ontario. Dave's was British Columbia.
0: (laughs) Pretty sure we broadcast internationally and we have fans from all over the world, both of our shows. So, yeah, it's all
1: right. It's all good.
2: Yeah, then never mind. It's a worldwide phenomenon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is a worldwide phenomenon. Our new recording is a worldwide phenomenon. You heard it first and second on these Canadian podcasts.
2: (laughs) And I will be the first to tell you we aren't the best band ever.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: not. not.
2: I'm more but, of a George Harrison, Ringo Starr guy.
0: Right. Social <laughs> Caterpillar. Not the best band ever. But Not the best than band, the band ever.
1: Better yeah, than the Beatles. But, you know. But we Better tried. than the Beatles. <laughs> better than the Beatles.
2: <laughs> that's Derek's hot take yeah, music. Yeah, that's
1: my hot take. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. One day when we make our animated film, I swear to God, we'll be better. All we need is our yellow submarine, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we need.
0: The Beatles never got on Warner Brothers. Fuck them.
1: Yeah. 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 Wait till the Beatles fans start burning our records down like <laughs> so the Christians burning the Beatles records. <laughs> it's never too late to make t-shirts that if say Paul Social Caterpillars" better than the Beatles. Oh, we should mail them a copy to Burns. Work to our advantage. Yeah. God. No. No. All right, all right, anyone all right. knows paul mccartney please put us in touch.
2: at, at the at the very <laughs> least we're just as good as the beatles because neither of us has played a super bowl yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true equal
1: playing
0: very
3: field.
0: Yeah, equal playing field that's a good comparison yeah.
1: yeah i'm sorry we can't play the talk shows that aren't around anymore you know like we don't can't do that with the beatles you know like what was that talk show? That, the Ed guy. That, Ed
3: Sullivan. Yeah,
1: yeah. we can't play Ed Sullivan. So we got Jimmy Fallon in the Super Bowl. And that's, that's where we're at.
0: Ed Sullivan should probably do a, a hologram and then host bands again. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah we should do that. Yeah. So we can just be on the show. <laughs> yeah. There you
0: go. There you go. Yeah.
1: Well, we're guys. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow we'll fund this. All right. All right.
0: I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, is there any last shout outs, plugs, or causes? Anything you guys want to speak on? Uh, anything at all? The floor is yours, the
3: microphone's yours, and then we'll, we'll play an outro track.
1: Men should never make laws over women's bodies. And that's... that's important in North America right now. And I think that's where.
2: Yeah, that's probably the best
1: thing. Right a good now. place for us to end with.
0: Fully backed, fully backed. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It thank was you, Robert, thank you. For very fun.
1: Pleasure speaking with you.
0: Very interesting conversation to see. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably the weirdest conversation I've had on the show. Good, great. Which is kind of what I expected uh, after listening to your music. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: These guys are going to be strange for sure. So, this was a good one. I really appreciate it. So, uh, check out Social Caterpillar. They're not the best band in the world, but they're better than the Beatles. <laughs>
3: Yes, yes, exactly.